In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a secret, and I mean a well-kept, guarded secret, like the fountain of youth secret for every single entrepreneur, business owner, and person in life. Like, this secret is the only way to live, to thrive, and to succeed in life and business, and it has nothing to do with your funnel, your social media, or your influencers. So, are you ready for the secret? Because if you are, we're about to get into it in this episode. So let's begin with a big, deep breath. (sighs) Now let's get into the show so I can share the secret with you. Welcome or welcome back to the Mind of George podcast. My job here is to help heart-centered marketers and entrepreneurs ethically scale their businesses by deepening your relationships with your customers, your employees, and yourselves. I'm a little bit crazy and I'm super stoked to have you, but if you haven't joined my crazy family yet, just go to mindofgeorge.com and remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. Now, couple housekeeping notes here in the intro. Please remember to subscribe, leave a review, even if you tell me that I belong in a mental institute and I'm just a little bit crazy, but I'm here to support you, I'm okay with that as well. Otherwise, keep listening because we have some gold for you today. (sighs) Breath. The secret ingredient to success is breath. Today we're going to talk about breath, and we're also going to talk about how life and business and self are one and the same. See, I made this mistake for a good 10 years. It's like, I'm going to go be a good business guy, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to be a good husband, and then I'm going to go be a good dad, and then I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to be a good gym guy. But then, you know what, like, I'm not going to eat that good, and I'm not going to be that good of a friend because it's just not important to me or it's not a priority right now. And I literally spent 20 years of my life justifying things and putting things in containers. I was like, no, like I'm a good human. I'm doing good. Look, like I'm good at work, right? So if I'm good at work, it means I'm a good husband. And if I'm good at work, it means I'm a good dad, right? And I put these compartments around things, right? And I was like, no, no, it just, it means this thing, right? And then I would be like, you know what? I'm going to be lazy at the gym today. I'm going to quit that rep in the workout, right? Like nobody's going to know I only did eight instead of 10 or nobody's going to know I only ran a mile instead of two, right? I still did it. I still did it, right? Yeah. Fast path to failure. There are no compartments, right? That is ego. That is monkey mind. That is chatter, that is literally self-fulfilling, self-sabotage, and mediocrity defined in real life. See, see, I operated for a long time thinking that I could only give full-time effort in certain areas of my life and expect full-time results everywhere. And I had this dissonance, right? I had this cognitive dissonance. Like, I believed it to be one way, but it, in actuality, it was very, very different. And the only person I was lying to was myself. And as I started exploring this life of like growth and success and and marriage and consciousness and the things that I spend my time working on now, some very wise mentors and teachers (laughs) emotionally broke my nose about 25 times. 
I felt like Mike Tyson was punching me in the face with some of their feedback. And I'd listen and I'd be like, no, no, I got it all figured out. They're like, you're an a-hole. I'm like, no, I'm not. Look, 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 look. And they're like, no. And like every time that I always had that question to create the dissonance and cut through the noise. And, and the truth was, is that I was more addicted to being right than I was about being a good person. I wanted to say that I could do it all without doing it all. I wanted to say that I was being a good husband without putting in the work. I wanted to say that I was the best in the world without putting in the reps. I wanted to say I was the best business guy without doing the, the licks and the practice, right? I wanted to say I was the Super Bowl champion even though I'd never put pads on and been hit. And it got me to a point. It's almost like if you look back at it that I was able to function like that, right? But at what cost? I had success on paper, quote unquote paper. I was a 22 week New York Times bestseller. I had a number one app in the world. I had a business that was getting 5 million people a month to see it. I had a half a million social media fans. And I was more depressed, suicidal, sad, angry, resentful, narcissistic, sociopathic than any other human on the planet could ever be. Because I was literally a walking incongruency. And the only person I was lying to was myself. And so what I've learned as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a, as a human, is that the path forward is awareness and honesty with self. And not from a place of like I'm a bad person or fault or blame or guilt or shame, but in order for me to move forward, I have to see where I've been. And I have to be in love with the fact that it was a part of my process. I have to love my shadows just as much as I love my light. And when I think about it, There were a few critical pieces missing in my life. One of them was breath because I spent most of my life talking, not breathing. <laughs> Another one was self-awareness because I never gave myself the space to check in. Another one was self-love because I looked at everything of evidence. I was either, I was doing it right or I was doing it wrong and either way I was reacting. And those things added up together was like a recipe for disaster soup. And I never liked how it tasted, but for some reason I would fight to eat it every single night. And as my dear friend, mentor, amazing human being on the planet, Jim Quick says, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. And I had plenty of moments, plenty of, of pivotal moments where I should have let them go, right? And I could should myself to death here. But the truth was is that I hadn't felt it enough. I wasn't in a deep enough relationship with myself. I wasn't in a deep enough practice and aware enough to have it hurt enough to shift. But then I realized that once I made the shift, that the path back to that habit and to that disaster soup was slippery. And it was slippery without practice. It was slippery without self-honesty. It was slippery without discipline and intentionality and, and team and team being myself and the people that are around me. And in all of this and why I'm on this tirade and this rant and this diatribe, whatever you want to call it, I feel like I want to give everybody a permission slip to fast forward the things that took me 20 years to learn what feels like 20 years of suffering because I had it so wrapped up into my mind, right? Like I'm an entrepreneur. 
I feel like entrepreneurs love unpredictability. We love uncertainty, right? Like we love proving it. Look, we can do it. We can build a business. We can create an idea. We can launch a product. We can get a customer. We can close a funnel. We can make an ad convert, right? Yeah. And if you're not aware of that addiction, it's a dangerous game because I weighed my laurels on my success in that addiction. I weighed my value on if I was able to do it or not. And it was a very vicious cycle. It was ups and downs and extremes. And it, it was like it was bipolar tendencies mixed in because I was attached to all the wrong things. I had taken all my value as a human, as a person, and I put it outside of myself. And I put it outside of myself because I didn't really know who I was because I never gave myself the space. I wasn't self-aware. I didn't breathe for a minute. I didn't make conscious choices about what I wanted to do. And I convinced myself that I was doing good. I'm like, look, if I work 20 hours a day, I'm by default a good husband. Yeah, because working 20 hours a day is one of the five love languages, right? That's how you fill the love bucket of yourself and your family, right? Like, I'm pretty sure my wife was like, I do. She's like, yeah, I do commit to you filling my love bucket by ignoring me 20 hours a day and then telling me, but look, we have a bigger house. No. And I'm pretty sure my three-year-old looks me in the eyes and he's like, daddy, you know, I can tell that you love me because you ignore me 20 hours a day for your ego and validation and the addiction that you pretend isn't there. And that hurts when I say it. I lost a first two years of my son's life because I was addicted to the wrong things. And I even convinced myself it's because I was making a difference on the planet. Mm. So why am I sharing this? Well, because it's not that way anymore <laughs> as I have tears streaming down my cheeks <laughs> with a smile <laughs> in the most beautiful setting in the world. It's because it's not that way anymore. And if I look at what was underneath it, you know, I talked about this in another episode. I talked about the power of space, right? The power of space is one tool that I use every day and the power of breath is another one. And when I take those two and I combine them together, what it gives me is it gives me a container where I see nothing but radical honesty with myself, where I see nothing but an accurate picture of how I'm showing up in the world and the congruency or incongruencies of how I'm showing up in the world. It gives me the space to make micro adjustments to fulfill on the promises and the commitments that I make in the world. And now I've realized the secret isn't doing 20 hours of work a day to justify my value as a human or to fill my tank as a human. It's spent doing 20 hours of self-work every day so that the work I do inside shines brightly to the world and creates the results that I've been doing in business. And it's a very, very big distinction. But I realized that I couldn't fill one tank in the world, that I couldn't with integrity help one customer or potential customer or with integrity help one student or any student or one business partner or one friend or my wife or my children unless I filled my tank first. Because anything less than that is just manipulation. Because if my tank is empty or even slightly drained, I'm making decisions from a place of scarcity and reactivity and seeking something in return 
which means I'm low-level manipulating everybody and justifying it by I'm here to serve you. And it's a dangerous game because you can build a million-dollar business. You can build the tent. Screw it. I've seen people build $10 billion businesses doing it. But at what cost? And that's something that I ponder every day. There's a really good book that I recommend everybody. I actually think I make everybody in my life read it because it was a really good book for me. And it's called The Little Book of Clarity by Jamie Smith or Jamie Smart. Jamie Smith, I think. Right, Tyler? I think it's smart. Smart. Jamie Smart. It's The Little Book of Clarity. It's a white cover. It's Jamie something. I'll learn it one day. I read the book, not the title and the author. But I realized that in, in this, this trap that I was in of like, I'm being a good business person or I'm being a good workout guy, I had this level of toxic thinking wrapped into my brain that like, if I do this enough, then I'll have this. If I make this number, then I'll change. If I create this result, then it will be different. But what really happened? I hit the number. What did I do? I moved the finish line again. And I started again. I hit the result and what did I do? I minimized it because my tank was empty and then I went back into the addictive cycle, right? And so what I've realized now, and listen, I'll be self-aware and honest with you. And I say this all the time. If, if, if you graded me on this scale of like zero being I'm not self-aware to a hundred being I know exactly who I am, what I want to do in the world, understand life, understand consciousness, understand everything, I'd give myself a 3.7. <laughs> and I'm in love with that fact. Because if I can be this happy at a 3.7, I can only wonder with my tank being this full, what I can do to actually lead by example and positively benefit the world, which is what we do as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as people that are listening or watching this. Only reason that this is being consumed is because you're a leader. You're an Olympic athlete. See, I tell people this all the time. You're already an Olympic athlete, but name me one Olympic athlete that doesn't have a coach. You can't, right? Why? All of us have greatness inside of us. And in my opinion, every single person who makes a stand on this planet to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, to be a leader, to be a husband, to be a wife, to be a boss, to be a coach, to be anything, or even be a student, innately has greatness sewn into their DNA and already has the capacity to win the Olympics and you're competing at the level. But it's the micro adjustments that shave the milliseconds that go from finishing 74th at the Olympics to standing at number one on the podium. And so as I share this, what I would challenge everybody to do is to incorporate space and breath and awareness and ensure that the tank is full and that the come from is solid. And just like everything I said, that there's integrity in your word and with yourself and that you have non-toxic thinking <laughs> because every one of us is great in who we are, not in what we do. Every one of us is great in, in, in our choices and our intention, not in how our content is received. Every one of us is great, whether your ad works or doesn't work, whether your email opens or doesn't work, or your funnel converts or it doesn't convert. None of that has anything to do with your value. Your value is already won because you've made a commitment to serve the world. 
whether it's monetarily driven, whether it's impact driven, it's altruistic, it doesn't matter because you're doing what most people don't do, which you're pursuing greatness and you're making micro adjustments in your life. And so for me, it's still a practice every day. It feels like a workout to wake up and give myself space. It feels like a workout to put it in my calendar to, to force myself to breathe. But you can ask those around me. I have an alarm that goes off of my phone every 30 minutes. <laughs> and literally it just says, breathe, mother ever. And I stop. And at every time I stop and I take two breaths. And I take those two breaths to remind myself that I'm here, that I'm safe, that I get to choose in that moment, that I can be in that moment. And then in that, I make a proactive choice on who I want to be for the next couple moments till that next alarm goes off. I can get trapped in distraction, trapped in calls, trapped in emotion, trapped in fear, but it's a pattern interrupt, breath. And so as I sit here, and I take that breath, it just reminds me of why we're all doing this. And we're doing this to help the world, to help each other, to achieve greatness. But the greatness is we're achieving presence and connection and evolving the human experience so that we can all love each other, help each other, and serve each other. And it starts with serving ourselves. And so my challenge for everybody is to breathe more. Just breathe more. Breathe. Breathe into space. Breathe into your body. Breathe into your life. Breathe into anxiety. Breathe into fear. Breathe into pain. Just breathe. Find a breath work. Be one a day. Could be one breath a day, one minute a day, 10 minutes a day. You could do transformational breath work. You could do box breathing. You could do four, seven, eight breathing. You could do Wim Hof breathing. But I learned this a long time ago. Humans don't breathe. We talk. And entrepreneurs really don't breathe. We talk forever. And I can't think of one way to lose the game when we just pause and take a breath. And so I'm going to end with a couple breaths and wish you many breaths in your life. Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course. Literally, just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing 
marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.